Good morning. Hey, the children did such a wonderful job of sharing the gospel, um, proclaiming how much God loved each of these people, ordinary people with uh, their own difficulties and challenges in their lives. And they didn't just receive that love, but they went out and they served other people with that love. I just kind of want to highlight a little bit of that real briefly. Now, I told the first service that, uh, because they did do such a good job already sharing God's Word, that made my job easy today. I only need about eight minutes for my sermon. Well, they gave me a standing ovation for that. I mean, if it's not that big a deal, I could take 20. I got a lot of... No, I'm just kidding with you. Oh. <laughs> All right. Ha, 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 ha. All right. So we're in a series. Uh, we're talking about this community that is the church family. Uh, we're following the epistle readings these Sundays after Easter. And uh, John, after the powerful events of Easter, uh, he writes a letter to you and me, to all Christians everywhere, and he's talking about the blessings of being in a community where our spirits are nurtured, where we mature, emotionally healthy, and spiritually nurturing. One thing that we've learned over the last year, uh, it's certainly been highlighted, is that uh, people are not meant to be alone. I mean, isolation is not good for people. We are created. We're made. God has wired us to be in relationships. It is for our spiritual and emotional health. It's also for our physical health. It is not good for us to be alone. And so today, this aspect of our community that I want to talk about is, is love. And John's going to talk about this for a couple of chapters, so for a couple of Sundays. But we're just going to introduce it today, um, that this is a community of authentic love. And he starts off in verse 11. And he says, Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. Love is a word that is used too casually, too often. We throw the word love around for movies, songs, books, hobbies. And I like to distinguish between uh, like and love. You see, uh, in my definition at least, like is, is something that does something for us. So I, I like a movie because it entertains me. I like a book because I enjoy it. I like a song because it pumps me up before the sermon. Or Thanks, Nick. I like, and it's good to like things. Like is a good thing, and I hope couples like each other. That's a good thing. Okay, but I just think love flows in a different direction. Love is selfless. Love is, is giving and generous, just like God's love is. So wouldn't it be great if we loved everyone? Just think how different our families could be, our society, the world, if we all loved the way God has loved us, selflessly and generously. So John makes three quick points in this chapter uh, of his letter today about love and who is doing that? And the first point is that all love originates from the heart of God. See, our hearts are not capable of generating, of creating this type of love, selfless love. Uh, one time Jesus talked about uh, what comes from the heart 
of man, and he listed off a laundry list of terrible things, hatred and violence and lust and evil things come from within us. We are born bent in on our self-interests. We are naturally selfish. Preservation, take care of number one, that whole attitude. It is something foreign and alien to us uh, to be giving and sacrificial uh, of our time, of everything, uh, selflessly serve other people. That's, that's a kind of love that we only see from God. And we've got all these wonderful parents. Uh, children are wonderful. Uh, certainly the little ones uh, today in the program, fantastic. So I just want to say for us parents, the most important thing that we can do is to show our children that they are loved for their own well-being. In the hierarchy of needs for survival, love is at near the top. For physical survival, there's a horrible experiment that was done a century ago with babies. I won't tell you, but some babies were held and some babies weren't. But everybody was fed and diapers were changed, and the results spoke for themselves of the survival rate. Just being loved is a need for even physical life, much less emotional and spiritual health. So that's one of the most important things we can do is to love other people, bring them into our community of authentic love. Now, the second point that John makes is that love flows. It moves. It's always moving. Now, it's weird. I don't know if you can make that out. It's a satellite photo of the Dead Sea in Israel. Now, the waters in the Dead Sea are unfit for drinking, and they're useless for irrigation because water only flows in. Nothing flows out. It's the same with love. If love only flows in and it never flows through and out to other people, we stagnate. Christian, did you hear me? It is not enough to just come and receive God's love, to bask in the glow of God's love, and to just store it away. It must flow through us to other people. This is the next verse, verse 12. If we love one another, his love is made complete in us. In other words, we fulfill his purposes when we continue the chain reaction of sharing that love, that love flowing through us. As the love of God flows into us in water and wine via baptism and the Lord's Supper, it flows out to others through our words and actions. It's a wonderful gift to be baptized and have the love of God in our hearts. And we don't want to hold that in to ourselves or we stagnate. It does no good. So all love, the selfless love, true love, it all originates from God. He shines down on us. He loves us uh, physically, concretely, when he sent his son to bear our sins, to become sin for us so that we would have life. And so the third point John makes is that our love gives witness to Jesus. Again, at your baptism, you receive the Holy Spirit. 
or the way we talk about it with children, right? Jesus is in your heart, right? Jesus is in your heart, generating that type of love that does good things and speaks well of other people. And when we do that, we witness to God's love for us. We say that we know God and God knows us. What a great gift to share with other people. That's how we witness. And every time we do uh, something kind for someone else, that's an opportunity to share that, well, Jesus first loved me. He softened my heart and allowed me to be selfless and care for other people. Again, what difference would that make in our families, our communities, our country, the world? It all starts with each and every one of us. Show me a church where there is love, and I will show you a church that is a power in the community. D.L. Moody was an evangelist in the early 20th century in the Chicago area, home base. And he talked about a, a little boy that he knew that went to a Sunday school, a church he was aware he knew of in the Chicago area. He said uh, he loved going to the Sunday school, but one day his parents moved a little, bit, little ways across town. But the boy continued going to that Sunday school every single week, even though it meant a very long and tiresome walk each way. Finally, one of his friends in the new neighborhood said, why do you keep going over there? There are plenty of Sunday schools near your house that are just as good. The boy said, well, they may be just as good for others, but not for me. He said, why not? He said, because they know how to love a fellow over there. See, even a child, I should say especially a child, recognizes when they are loved. When we are loved, we recognize and understand that that we have value, that we have a a worth in someone else's eyes. Just as God has adopted us into his family, loves and cares for us, provides for daily needs, protects us, heals us and forgives us, and gives us all good things, including eternal life. So we share that love with other people. Now, if you want one small step today, following Jesus down this road of sharing love, here's one small thing you can do today. Imagine if everyone found out today that they only had five minutes left to say whatever they wanted to say. Every cell phone tower around would be jammed with people calling other people, stammering about how much they love them. Why wait until the last five minutes? You tell somebody you love them today? If you want to take the second step, maybe you can even do something loving for them today. Amen? Amen. Told you it was short. Let's stand up and let's pray. Sing your last song. Heavenly Father, God of love, you shower your love upon us. Uh, We can just see so many times as we look back in our lives uh, where you have just been there to hold us, to comfort us, to care for us. Lord, we are just filled up with your love to overflowing. Uh, Help us not to waste it. Help us to share that love freely and generously, knowing that it's never going to run out. Uh, Your love for us is unsurpassed. 
we can give love is like the always continual, like eternally renewable resource that just never runs out. The more we give away, just the more you fill us up. Uh, so help us with our words and our actions uh, to show your selfless and generous love this week. In Jesus' name we ask this. Amen.